Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Enterprise Architecture Radio. If you're thinking about organizational complexity and agility, if you're concerned about operational efficiencies and thinking of taking it to the next level, if managing innovation is one of your priorities, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we talk about all of that and more. It's a jungle out there, and we'll attempt to navigate this jungle of frameworks, methods, and most importantly, enterprise architecture in practice. Pay attention to what you're going to hear next and try to figure out what is unique about this conversation. Am I speaking with David Stern? Yes, you are. Hi, David. My name is Pearl. I'm a life insurance consultant with NL Pearl Insurance. I saw that you recently left your details on our website, and I thought you might be interested in our life insurance options. You're a non-smoker and 30 years old, correct? Yes, correct. Fantastic, David. Being a young, healthy individual puts you in an excellent position when applying for life insurance. At NL Pearl Insurance, we have a specialized package called the Pearl Protection Plan, tailored for people just like you. This plan is more than just a typical insurance policy. It's designed with an understanding of the needs of young professionals, especially non-smokers. With a small monthly premium of just $30, you will receive a substantial coverage amounting to... The mom seems quite expensive. Mm -hmm. I completely understand your concerns, David. It might seem like a significant amount initially. However, when you consider the comprehensive coverage this plan provides, it truly offers excellent value. At your young age and being a non-smoker, you're getting one of our most favorable rates. But let me share something important with you. Life is unpredictable, David. We never wish for the worst, but it's always wise to be prepared. Imagine the peace of mind you would have knowing that should anything happen to you, your family won't have to worry about financial burdens in an already difficult time. That in itself is priceless. To show our commitment to serving your needs and to make this step easier for you, I can offer you a discount of $10 per month for your first year. That brings your initial monthly premium down to $20. With this adjustment, would you feel more comfortable proceeding with the Pearl Protection Plan? Um, well, when you put it that way, I suppose mm-hmm. it's bad. Yeah, I'm glad you think so, David. But before we move forward, could you please confirm your current address for me? Is it still Rothschild 22, Tel Aviv? Yes, that's my current address. Excellent. And the phone number you have listed, plus nine seven two five three five three two five three five one. Is that the good number to reach you? Yes, it is. Great. Now, could I also get your email address to send over some information? Sure. D-A-V-I-D at N-L-P-E-A-R-L dot A-I. Thank you. So it's David at N-L-P-E-A-R-L dot A-I, correct? Correct, yes. Perfect. Now, to finalize this, we'll need your credit card details. Could you please provide your credit card number? Yes. Okay. Just one sec. It's Mm -hmm. 1-234-5678-9012. Yeah. Four, five, six. Thank you, David. And, and the expiration date? It's zero two twenty-five. Mm-hmm. And finally, could I have the CVV at the back of the card? Sure. It's one two three. Fantastic, David. Let's recap. You're enrolled in the Pearl Protection Plan with a discounted first-year monthly premium of twenty dollars, and thereafter it would be thirty dollars per month, granting you three hundred thousand dollars in coverage. Your payment method is your credit card ending in three thousand four hundred and fifty-six. We're sending a confirmation email to david at nlpearl.ai. Does everything sound good? Yes, everything seems fine. Excellent. Thank you for choosing NL Pearl Insurance, David. Your policy will go into effect immediately. We're glad to have you with us, and thank you again for entrusting us with your life insurance needs. 
We're here anytime if you have questions. Great. Thank you, Pearl. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. I know what comes to mind the first thing is that the credit card numbers are phony and the names sound a little bit phony but that's not what is unique about this conversation what is surprising is that the customer was real or pseudo real i would say and the voice that you heard was an artificial intelligence voice now this is pearl.ai it's a company that has created a voice based artificial intelligence that sells insurance yes this was an artificial intelligence voice that actually made a successful sale to a customer now looks like this is a test case because the credit card numbers are phony and the person um, may not have actually bought the insurance but that's not the idea the idea is ai has become so intelligent that it is able to respond to the customer queries respond to the customers aversion to the high price of the insurance and if you look at the sound and the intonation and the pauses that the ai took uh, it made it very very real almost like a human being i when heard it for the first time it's about 3 4 minute video for the first two and a half three minutes i could not guess that this is an ai voice it almost sounded human in one of my previous um, podcasts i have talked about intelligence and how it's going from visual to audio uh, if you list, if you look at the technology that used to be there in the past it used to save our time for example washing machines uh, you could go and put your clothes into the washing machine press a button and in an hour and a half the clothes would be washed and dried and uh, you could go and focus on something else if you look at the microwave you put the food into the microwave press a few buttons and forget about it and the microwave is going to cook for you so that you can productively use your time or do something else like watch tv for example but lately the technologies have become uh, more visual in nature and when it's visual you need to focus you need to give attention which basically means you can't uh, uh, get it to do something while you go and do something else right uh, social media for example but i'm not saying that all social media is a waste of time don't get me wrong what i'm trying to say is over a period of time technologies are going to become more and more ubiquitous they will do things for us so that we don't have to pay it a lot of attention and we can choose to pay attention to things that we want to pay attention to like if you want to learn something and you're looking at a youtube video or if you want to get yourself entertained and watch television or watch social media that's fine that's your choice but technologies are going to be more and more ubiquitous through speech and audio and this is the first step here what we heard was technology speaking you know to a customer and making a sale and like i said it was a happy path scenario the customer actually did not make a huge protest he was already looking for insurance and he agreed to what the what the what the voice was saying and there could be other customers who are more tricky who have more arguments and and i'm pretty sure that uh, it's not it wouldn't be that difficult for them to create an artificial intelligence that is able to encounter scenarios take different paths to you know making the sale and handle a more difficult customer so to speak but this is a very interesting business case of how artificial intelligence can save time can save money can you know do things that where a human being does not need to directly be engaged and there are many such business scenarios but what i'm trying to get to is artificial intelligence by itself may not be as useful as when you take artificial intelligence and combine it with other pre-existing 
technologies. Let's take the example of MLOps, right? Machine learning ops. You take artificial intelligence and combine it with other existing technologies like troubleshooting or incident management or service request management, etc., etc., right? Uh, today, what happens is when an incident is raised, human beings need to get engaged to try to figure out what is the cause of that incident. Let's say there is a server outage, right? An application has gone down or something like that. Human beings would get engaged, try to figure out uh, what's going wrong. They would read the error logs that are produced by you know, existing automated technologies uh, that are constantly monitoring the application and figure out where the problem is and fix it. Uh, if you combine artificial intelligence with it, an AI system could actually look at the existing error logs at all times, constantly monitor it, try to figure out what the problem is and go ahead and fix it. Even if it doesn't go ahead and fix it using automation, the troubleshooting itself takes 70 to 80% of the time when it comes to incident management. So an AI system could save that 70 to 80% time of troubleshooting just by reading and analyzing the error logs. And then fixing it is not really that big a challenge. I mean, we already have automation in place. AI could trigger an automation that could basically go and fix the issue. So when you combine AI with other technologies, it really shows the power of how it can make our life better. There are many other business cases. Take the example of Microsoft 365 Copilot, right? Copilot is coming and it's a completely new way of how uh, we are going to be doing our work in the future. Copilot is an artificial intelligence system that's going to hook up with all the other Office tools, all the other Microsoft tools um, that we are already used to using. And there are a number of statistics that are out there. Copilot is integrated with Microsoft 365 in two ways. It works alongside you, embedded in Microsoft 365's uh, apps like Word, Excel, PowerPoint, Outlook, Teams, and so on to unleash the creativity and unlock the productivity. So says Microsoft, right? Uh, recent GitHub data shows that among developers who uh, have used GitHub Copilot, 88% of the people say uh, that they are more productive. 77% say the tool helps them in spending less, in, less time in searching for information. And 74% say that they can focus more on efforts on more satisfying work, right? Um, there's some statistics and there's some uh, videos available on the Microsoft website, like how we can use Copilot with other technologies. So let's take the example of Word. You can go to Copilot and you can describe what you would like to write, uh, like draft a proposal for, I don't know, yesterday's meeting notes, for example. And then Copilot can go ahead and draft the proposal for you. Uh, if you look at Excel, you can go and tell Copilot that is, by the way, hooked up with Excel to analyze the existing data that is there in, in the Excel file. So it could actually analyze the data and give you some results and, you know, give, show you some trends, create some graphs, etc. Right. Um, then there is PowerPoint. You could go to Copilot that is hooked up with PowerPoint and ask it to create a small presentation you know, based on some proposal that has already been presented, right? Um, you can go to, for example, Outlook, and you can ask Copilot to draft an email for you, and it would automatically draft an email for you. And then you can use Copilot in accordance with Microsoft Teams, especially uh, business chat, etc. You know, it summarize emails, it summarize chats, and so on and so forth. So, you could do this either during a meeting or after a meeting where 
you know, you could summarize everything that was spoken or summarize everything that was discussed or based on chats, based on emails, etc., etc. There is Microsoft Viva that Copilot attaches itself to. The answer experience in Microsoft Viva becomes more and more fast and efficient. So Microsoft Copilot is a technology again that hooks it up with other technologies to to provide you with a unique experience. Now, there are so many other business cases of artificial intelligence where uh, you can use digital twins or you can use uh, you know web 3.0 technologies and uh, and so on and so forth that will make your life better, more efficient, more effective. I hope you liked this episode and I hope that uh, you have some thoughts around this. The world is becoming more and more automated. and computers and artificial intelligence are going to start becoming more and more ubiquitous one question that i would like to address at some point in time in the future in one of the future episodes is are we going to be able to adapt to the changing technologies or not now i understand that there is this argument that there was the printing press and we adapted then there was the you know digital media and technologies and we adapted and then there was web 2.0 and we adapted and now there is web 3.0 and we are adapting but one thing that we are we should also consider that technologies are growing at an exponential rate now earlier what used to happen is technology was growing organically and slowly and it gave an opportunity for human beings to adapt but now the speed at which the technology is growing is growing at an exponential rate so will we have an opportunity to adapt will we be able to survive the technology explosion that is going to come that is one another interesting topic is can we trust artificial intelligence with things with data with personal sensitive information an ai voice could go ahead and make a sale but can we trust it with the num- amount of discounts that it can give or should we completely rely on it or should there be rules based on which ai should behave very interesting topics for the future let me know if you have some thoughts about it don't forget to share this with your friends and colleagues if you find it useful don't forget to subscribe uh, but the most important thing is this podcast is to create a cohesive environment for people to interact with each other so don't just listen to wo- this podcast talk to me talk to the community you can find enterprise architecture radio everywhere no matter what the podcast platform uh, no matter which social media look up enterprise architecture radio and interact there is a linkedin group there's a telegram group there are so many platforms where you can start the interactions have a conversation let's all get together and talk about this interesting stuff that's all i have for you today folks i hope you enjoyed the show more about organizational agility innovation and enterprise architecture in the practical world in the business right here on the show but before i end the show i want you to help me out with this one little thing pause the show and share this podcast via whatsapp or text message with at least one person who might be interested in the show it could be anyone your colleague your boss someone in your team that's all i ask just one share with one message via text or whatsapp or any social media of your choice and it would go a long way in supporting this podcast and growing this listener base also please don't forget to follow the podcast that way you'll get notified when we publish a new episode If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com. If you have ideas, thoughts, disagreements, please feel free to write to me directly. Uh, we also have a Telegram group if you would like to contribute to the EA discussions or what have you. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio on Telegram. Or the URL to join the group 
is https colon slash slash t.me slash enterprise architecture radio. While our contact details are there in the show notes, we are very easy to find. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio anywhere. Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, even Discord. Once again, I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one.